0: Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help unlock the potential in you, your teams and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We share insights, experiences and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and life. In addition to a podcast, The Breakthrough is a coaching and advisory business that provides programs for business leaders, owners and managers to develop your skills and capabilities to boost your business and enjoy a better life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. I am joined by Milena Cooper. Milena, welcome along. Thank you. Now, Milena is our head of digital here, but we bring uh, not her digital expertise to this uh, podcast, but more her insights around health, wellness, well-being, uh, what it means to be a uh, highly uh, efficient operating human, I think is a, is a good description.
1: Yeah, sound um, good? Something I'm really passionate about.
0: One of our fundamental principles, which we've talked a number of times on the podcast, is around health, family, and work. And this is something we talk to our clients about. It's something we live by every single, single day ourselves. And it really is that you really have to look after your health first. And when we talk health, we talk about physical health and your mental wealth as well. And then looking after family and relationships and what's going on. And then comes the work. Because what happens when you try to do it the other way around, Melina?
1: It all falls over yeah. in a big steaming heap. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a it's a challenge, and we we come across many uh, members that go, "Hey, look, I'm just really busy at work right now. I'll do all the work stuff, and then when I'm finished, then I'll do some exercise, or I'll improve my diet, or I'll work on my relationships, or, or whatever, whatever it is." Uh, The other element that came up for me around, uh, I guess, motivation for this uh, podcast episode uh, was I'd just been to my own GP, my doctor. Um, for a check. Uh, unfortunately, I've reached that age where you have to regularly go to your doctor to make sure everything's still working and functioning uh, properly. And uh, pleased to say that all of my results were, were awesome. He told me I've got a less than 1% chance of stroke or heart attack in the next five years. Wow! I was like, I'll take those odds. And yeah. that, that's quite good. So that's I think this, this focus on uh, you know health is, is working. Um, but I did, uh, for some of you that are might be on video, you might see a dot on my face. I've just had a little biopsy, little skin issue that's being um, uh, dealt with. Uh, so I was really, yeah, I think it's a, a good point for us to continually come back, remind our audience, remind ourselves the importance around the, around the health. Now recently we've had an uh, article that we've read in the office and it's generated some pretty good discussion yeah do you want to introduce the
1: article Milena? So it was called we've reached peak wellness and I think everybody kind of went peak wellness you know we talk a lot about wellness but what does that really mean because um, there's so many things so many diets supplements it's something new every day about what we should be doing to take care of ourselves better and um, the list seems endless of of all the all the tr- the tricks and traps, really, yeah. that so we can I, get I sh- caught in.
0: I shouldn't be trying to drop a dress size by Saturday. Is that is that not the idea? Yeah, no. No. Okay. So look, the essence of this article, and we'll put a link to the article. It was done by the uh, outside group. It's called "We've Reached Peak Wellness," and most of it's nonsense. There are so many things we're bombarded with uh, now. Uh, In the very opening of the article, they talk about you can uh, now in New York, you evidently go to a lounge where they'll hook you up to a IV uh, intravenous and. Supposedly, pump detox into your into your body, and you you kind of know things are getting a bit off the rails when things are going that extreme. I think IVs are good for medical emergencies. Yeah. If if you're trying to do uh, just general health and wellness around those things, not not so much. So, really, they uh, looked at some different areas in this, and I thought it'd be some good discussion points for us to to look at, of course most of what the what would we say the commercial market uh is telling us that we need we need to do this and we need to eat that and we need this supplement and we need that vitamin and we need we need we need actually not a lot of evidence around a lot of it whether it actually works or not absolutely yeah? so fundamentally what's it what's our first one we're gonna gonna kick off with
1: so physical and i think um This is a great one because um, there are so many different ways that we're being told to exercise and get moving and usually says this way is better than that way and you know if you're this type of person or you're that and so you spend a lot of time following the trend or trying to figure out what your best way is and I think we get caught in that. We really get caught in trying to do it the best way.
0: Yeah. and I'm, I'm really motivated for that one thing I've got an event coming up where I want to look great or summer's coming I need to get into the togs or uh, whatever's going on and actually we need to stop doing this kind of binge approach to health and start thinking about how do we live a, a healthy lifestyle overall yeah. yeah. so Melania you've been or had an interest I would guess in uh, whole foods and tell, us, tell yeah. us a bit about your journey so
1: there. you know there are so many different kinds of diets and, and I guess the number one thing is if diets they might work, but diets don't work if you if you don't make a lasting lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And often people have a diet mentality which is take something away um, and and then you know they feel deprived. And they go back once they once that deprivation ends, they hit the dress size that they wanted. They go back to their old habit and it doesn't sustain. So that deprivation mentality of diet is 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 a total fail. And I think the opposite of that is. Let's go.
0: Hands up on the podcast. (laughs) Who's who's tried something for the fad for the few weeks for the whatever might have got some results and then know that it it got worse afterwards. Yeah, I think we've all we've all done that.
1: So, so what? A better way to think about that I think about it now is about what can I do? What can I add that um, that sustains me? And one of those things is really just around whole food. And you don't need diets, and you don't need supplements. You don't need a whole lot of complicated things telling you what to eat when and and not to eat then. It's really about if you take the time to make a plan, go grocery shop and and make real food, vegetables, eat fruit, eat a range of things, so you need protein, you need fat, you need a bit of good carbs, Um, you know, there's things like sugar and caffeine and other bits that you don't need a lot of, but it's not going to kill you to eat them either. So do, just... not,
0: do not try and take away my daily coffee. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Things will get ugly.
1: <laughs> That's right. Moderation still is key. But when you start eating foods that fuel your body, whole foods, it makes all the difference. And I, my personal experience actually is huge for this because I was having all kinds of um, health issues. I went to the doctor um, and, and they wanted to give me prescriptions. And I said, I don't think that feels like the right thing for me. Uh, so I went and found a book called um, Woman Codes, so a specific for women, and it was all about how you can fuel your body and exercise and de-stress and do a whole lot of things that didn't require supplements or anything like that. But about um, how you can how you can change your habits to better fuel yourself, and those symptoms went away. Yeah. So I didn't need the prescription to fix that, I just needed to be more mindful about what I was doing and what I was eating and how I was thinking, we'll come to that too, and it changed that for me.
0: And I think a couple of really simple examples of things we can do that don't require uh, really even a lot of effort, uh, time or money is when you go to the supermarket, try to shop around the outside. Uh, we know that the fresh fruit, the, the lean meats, you know, those kind of things, they tend to be on the outside of the supermarket. Stay away from the aisles as much as you can because it's where all the processed uh, mm. rubbish is. So, so do that. When it comes to your uh, physical uh, health, Look, just move. You know, a, a, a round movement. Uh, if you just make a conscious effort to move every day, uh, you're you're on a winner. Is definitely some things we can add in and if you'd like some more detail and insight on this in a previous podcast we interviewed Darren Ellis uh, who's the head of CrossFit New Zealand and he talked a lot about diet and, and exercise uh, and, and what you can do but you know really just just move every day mm. is, a, is a good basis uh, you don't need expensive gym equipment I'm in a, a YouTube yoga phase which you know look I, I've got a yoga mat it's my single piece of equipment I can uh, hook up literally thousands of yoga episodes on youtube and that's helping with some of my movement each day and in, in addition to the other things that i'm doing a really uh, great blog mark's daily apple if you're interested in, in more uh, health and, and wellness he talks about really four fundamental exercises which is well get your heart rate up and then for a bit of resistance training uh, sit-ups press-ups squats and chin-ups are basically all you need Mm. you know, you, do it. you don't need expensive gym equipment you don't you know whatever um to to get those going so pretty pretty simple stuff if you can just get in take on that approach of i'm just going to eat a bit healthier you know i'm going to eat a bit more whole foods less processed and i'm going to move every day it's yeah. a great place to be
1: Yeah and I think one of the things in the moving every day is make the time to do it and then make it a habit. If you don't schedule it in you will never get to it. So you have to plan the time and the more you can say on these days I'm going to go to to the gym, or I'm going to go for a walk, or whatever it is that you enjoy, whatever that feels good for you. And that's an important thing to keeping it, if it keeping the habit. If it feels good, it doesn't matter what it is, do it, and then make the time and just say, this is what I do on these days, because then you're so much more likely to do it. If you have someone else who will do it with you, In even there. better. Yeah. Um, but but making it mm. um, just the default mm.
0: of what you do. Mm. And we find public accountability works. Here we have a team meeting every week, we declare our personal goals of what we're, what we're working on, and then actually having the group accountability of going, you know, I, I've just uh, done a 30 days of yoga one, and that runs through my mind. I know I'm gonna have to front up and talk to the team and say whether I did it or not. You know, it's, it seems like a small thing, but it makes a difference. Absolutely. Next up in this um, article, uh, Peak Wellness, they talked about the importance of emotion. What uh, Give give us your insights there, Melaina.
1: What you resist persists. Mm. Um, So the more that you try to hold it all in and think that it's all fine and I'm dealing and I'm coping and nothing, you know, and I'm just going to keep going and stuff it down, it's going to find another way. to to bubble up in your life. And so talking about your feelings is critical. And it's one of the things that I think we and men and women can be socialized to, you know, women more often talk about their feelings, but men often don't. And, And it's critical and in relationships that you have, it's okay. And with your children, you teach them to talk about feelings and having feelings is okay and it's valid. And so the more you can do that, the more you're going to feel calmer and feel um, happier and connected with people around you and another thing that often happens is we're afraid to talk about our feelings because we might feel like people don't want to hear that or it's scary it's to be that open but Brene Brown is really strong in this area about when you have the courage to be open it lets people see you as you are and they can connect with you so much more and it really deepens and strengthens your relationship and so you take topics that that you're trying to stuff down and you put light on them and suddenly they're not so big and, and and terrible anymore.
0: And the the courage piece I think also comes being willing to ask people about their feelings. Mm. Yes we need courage to talk about our own and there's a brilliant initiative on the go at the moment called Mates in Construction. We have horrendous stats in the construction industry in New Zealand it has the, the highest suicide rate of any industry about one person a week is taking their life in the construction industry and it's a um, it's, it's certainly not a stat that we would be proud of. There's a new initiative called Mates in Construction and it's the, the core of it is really going, actually just have a chat with someone. If you see someone who looks like they're challenged, that they're uh, struggling with life, that they, maybe they're being a bit overwhelmed, just be prepared to go and have a have a they call it a yarn because it's good uh, construction talk go, go and have a yarn with them go and say hey mate looks like you know maybe life's a bit tough for you at the moment yeah you know, tell me about what's going on you you need courage to go and have that conversation the other person has to of course have courage to open up but actually be prepared to go and talk to others about their feelings as well i think is is a, a really important step
1: absolutely Okay.
0: As as humans, we're very social beings, right? It's how we've uh, designed. It's where we feel connection. It gives us a lot of what's going on. We know that uh, social connection is really important in the workplace and in our, in our relationships outside of work. The Brigham Young University, they studied 300,000 people. So pretty good sample size, I, I felt. And they found you're actually at a higher risk of dying from loneliness than you are of obesity. It's such strong evidence that we are social beings and if you're missing social connection in your life uh, it's one of the best things you could do for wellness is, is find a way to connect with others and, and be involved.
1: Absolutely and I think it's, uh, it's completely overlooked in yeah. terms of what um, medicine talks about uh, for dealing mostly with issues after they present, but you know, in in terms of wellness, it's about trying to look at what the symptoms are and address the the underlying issue. And loneliness is a huge one, and it's actually fueled even worse by our use of social media and things oh, like that, telling. where um, where we we have this perception of being connected to people, but it's not a true connection. It's not a deep understanding and, and, and that you get when you're talking to somebody and learning to, to, to put yourself out there a little bit, to mm. make a friend, mm. Um, mm. and you know the give and take that happens. And that doesn't happen in social. So we feel like we're being more social, but we're actually just behind the wall of safety and, and looking into other people's lives.
0: And, and I think the real challenge is that we're looking at a filtered version of people's lives, you know. I think we all do this, right? Like, I don't put fat photos up on uh, up on Instagram, you know. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> looking too good in that one. So we're we're constantly presenting this. Uh, filtered view of what our right life is really like and yes people might be aware of you know some of the interesting activities or adventures I'm on but those people are not connecting with me as an individual so it's when we get into a conversation and have uh, real discussions about what's going on about feelings about aspirations about what's inspiring us uh, what's challenging us that's where social connection really happens yeah.
1: And it's it can be really simple things, like it, it's asking a question and listening for the answer. I like to do it in the grocery store because I think, look at these tellers. They're sitting here yeah. time and time again, yeah. swiping people's groceries. And most people don't even look them in the eyes. They never actually acknowledge them. And I think, you know, that's pretty lonely. And so I couldn't do that job. So I try to make an effort um, to, to say hi to them and ask how their day was. And, you know, if there's even a tiny little connection and... Um, oh. Uh, and it's funny we've,
0: we've all felt it right when yeah. someone when someone takes an interest in us you know a stranger takes an interest in us it makes us feel good yeah.
1: and there's lots of opportunities you'll find in your day that, that you can connect with people you might never see again but it gives you a boost and actually you know you've given them a boost too hmm.
0: yeah I'm going to sound like a real uh, grandpa here but I think the smartphone has been seriously the worst invention in the world ever for social connection you know everywhere I go now every waiting room every queue every bus stop every cafe all I see is people sitting with their heads in their phone uh, it's bad when individuals sitting by themselves are doing it but when I see you know couples or families and they're all sitting there there's no social interaction they're all heads in their phone I'm like this is this is not going to deliver the social interaction that we we actually crave
1: yeah yeah
0: terrible so there we go there's my granddad rant over for over for this one Put your phone away, <laughs> <laughs> and you know for fifteen minutes. Put your phone away. Yeah. You know, have a real conversation. Yeah, you know, I'm. You know, love my smartphone as well. It allows me to do a million things. It's it's great, but actually stopping for fifteen minutes. Okay, um, cognitive was the next thing they they talked about, and the essence here was really engaging in something that you're you're passionate about. And look, I've I've always found this a really challenging question. Do you uh, do something you're passionate about, uh, because that'll fuel you for your work, or do you do work so you can create time and income to go and do the things you're passionate about? Uh, I still don't feel like I truly know the, know the answer. Uh, I feel very fortunate in the work that I do, that I do feel uh, passionate about it that changing the lives of others is something we really do get to do so I feel very fortunate that I get to get to do that um, but I'm not sure everyone has that uh, opportunity in their in their life or their, Career and their passions maybe not so well well aligned. Do you have a, have a view?
1: I think some people are kind of you know called to a, mm-hmm. a, a purpose, mm-hmm. and some people find their purpose. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that you you know you have to know it up front. And I think often we put a lot of emphasis on what you should you should figure it out and you should know, and you don't actually yeah. have to know. Yeah. Um,
0: and even with, oh, you should figure it out when you're seventeen.
1: you
0: know, yeah. you know what's your career going to be? You should choose that now.
1: Hmm, really
0: yeah Hmm, okay so
1: so i think the the one of the points that they make in the article actually isn't that you have to know isn't so much about you might not know but but give yourself the opportunity to learn and to grow because you may or may not know if you like it um but you but try and that's and that's how you learn and so for some people you know their work might be in line with the things that they've always had an interest in. And maybe it's a direction for you to explore if you feel like your work isn't in line with what you're interested in and you want to kind of redirect if you if you if you're not getting a connection and a sense of purpose and meaning from that. Um, for other people it might be, well my work actually fulfills me in the way that I want to, but I have a real passion outside of work that I explore and it's my hobby. Yes. And it's and it's where I get a deep sense of relaxation and connection connection with people outside of that um, and it, it gives me fuel and energy so I think a lot of that that connection to purpose is is more about learning trying new things and discovering what gives you what gives you energy
0: so connection to, to purpose can be uh... Being dressed up in a buzzy bee costume?
1: <laughs> well so being in a buzzy bee costume was actually being uh, part of the school's fair committee and for me it's I've always enjoyed the teaching and learning I've always wanted I've always um, enjoyed being connected with my children's school with their teachers and that was a way to give back to the school and I ended up in a buzzy bee <laughs> talking to the whole school assembly um, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: So. and just when you talk about it I can see the energy that it brings to you right because you it feels like you were doing good, it was social connection with other people, there was purpose involved, there was good outcomes it wasn't about doing something for you it was about doing something for, for others and I, you know, just when you talk about it I can see that, uh, that energy in there, it's amazing a couple of other things I talked about in the article was uh, spiritual connection uh, this, I think the spiritual landscape globally has trained a, changed a lot uh, the most common religious in the world now is no religion uh but it's interesting to look at the effect that uh, religion has had regardless of which one you talk about and how it has given a people a sense of connection and purpose so uh if you're in the no religion space or you don't feel affiliated then finding something that you that does bring you bring you purpose really i think the uh the big statement is something that's bigger than yourself mm. you know the constant pursuit of uh, happiness through, you know, experience or, um, you know, alcohol or whatever that that might be. Actually, taking some time out to think about uh, what's here, what's bigger than me, how can I contribute, and you know, that could be as simple as taking a few minutes uh, for me, you know, to sit on the beach and just look around me and go, wow, how amazing is this? Look at the sky, look at the waves, look at the sand, you know, that brings me a real sense of of awe. And I think we can connect um, at a spiritual level uh, with those kind of things.
1: Yeah, so... The last point in the article is about the environment and I think we all have a heightened sense of the environment and the impact on us um, and the impact we have on the environment. And so it's a lot about thinking not just about our sense of the world but the bigger sense of the world and being connected and um, to your point when you sit and you enjoy a sunset. For me, I've I've just recently got into the garden again mm-hmm. and digging around in the dirt with me and the kids um, really grounds me, makes me feel really good. And um, and there's lots of science, again, that backs up. Just being in the outdoors just uh, shifts, shifts your mood, shifts your, your sense of self and helps you f- to feel good. So um, yeah, not just the piece of being aware of the environment, like we are all now very conscious of not using single plastic bags sure. but being in the environment and, it, and appreciating the environment you're in. Mm.
0: And at an uh, immediate level, does your uh, the way your house is set up, is that a nice livable, livable space? The, the way you have your desk set up at work, is that a nice livable space? Are you uh, feeling like you're constantly frustrated because you've got an exceptionally long frustrating uh, commute to work? every day mm. so thinking about those aspects of your environment going how could I, how could I change change. Uh, we've got a, a really interesting podcast guest coming up um, a gentleman called Ryan Gizzy must be a good bloke he's called Ryan and here's the uh, chief people officer at Zero, and they are big fans of the flexible working. So they're going, why would you sit in traffic for an hour or two hours every day to make it to the office for this amount of time? Let's think about value, let's think about how we can uh, deliver the right outcomes for the business, but also the right outcomes for the people. So think about it, your environment in that context, I think yeah. is really important as well. So. Just bring it back to the principle that we started off with. Uh, we truly believe that health family work in that order is is vital. Understanding don't believe the hype. It's probably a, probably a goodie. Worry less about what the ads ads are, are throwing at us. Um, think about moving a bit more, connecting with with people, um, thinking about our spiritual aspect, having some purpose. Uh, these things are actually what brings us joy and actually leads to wellness overall for us. Is that, a, is that a fair summary?
1: I think that's a great summary.
0: Another, another one of our mantras is progress, not perfection. So there might have been several things here that we talked about. There, like, oh, I could do that, and I should make a change there. And don't try and change them all at once. Look, if you're not, if you're not doing any physical activity, start off with a fifteen-minute walk every day. Job done. Yep. Sound good? Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear your comments. What are the things that work for you around around wellness? What keeps your uh, body and your mind uh, in shape? How are you connected to your passions? Uh, feed that back to us and we will put a link to the article that we have been referencing in the show notes so you can read in detail if you would like. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. <laughs>